Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Consider becoming a Texas Football Insider, our subscription package at TexasFootball.com slash insider. Besides helping to make shows like this possible, you'll also get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts, our archives. We've got all 60 years of the magazine digitized, recruiting analysis, and must-see insights from the Dave Campbell's Texas football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider at texasfootball.com slash insider. That's texasfootball.com slash insider. And thanks for listening. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Make sure you catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on texasfootball.com and on Facebook. And if you like the show, subscribe on the podcast vendor of your choice. Give us a positive rating and tell a friend. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Panic Room in an undisclosed location, it is Texas Football Today. A show online. My name is Greg Tepper. I am the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook, or you're listening to us in the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. We don't tell you where to get your podcasts. We just we ask don't. that you subscribe to us. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. Oh, we haven't done this in a while. Okay. If you're listening to the podcast and you haven't done it already, please go rate and review us. Mm-hmm. That just that's a small thing you can do to help. That would be very nice. Uh, be honest, but be gentle. <laughs> We're you all know, struggling. Like, Don't be too mean. Yeah, I know. I'm sitting here. Sitting over there is the Duchess of the Dorks. It is Ashley Pickle. Howdy. How's your hair holding up? I mean, it's curly. It's getting long, but it just is. Yeah, I girls. I mean, I guess if you go get like your hair dyed all the time and stuff, like that's when you run into an issue. But like when it comes to like length and stuff, if your hair's already kind of long, it really doesn't make that much of a difference. Like guys have it off like a lot worse right now, which is not yeah, a I'm, statement I'm, that's I'm... usually said. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't get it. I don't like, I I have no grasp on anything having to do with girl hair. And I've been married to one for at least three months. Hey, congratulations. Um, (laughs) Hey, you know what? (laughs) Every day, man. Take it day by day. (laughs) Uh, Do we have first four through the door? We sure do. It was Tony, Aaron Flynn, Rob Hadaway, and Ed McElroy. Welcome in guys. Hi friends. Uh, today is Tuesday, April 14th, 2020, 226 days until Thanksgiving, episode 941, 941. This is the Mike Schooler episode, who, of course, pitched in 17 games for the 1993 Texas Rangers. They would end up being the final three games of his career. A second-round draft pick by the Seattle Mariners out of Cal State Fullerton. Cal State Fullerton. Um, the pride of Anaheim, California. Mike Schooler. I like his last name. On today's show, guys. Um, got a few things, got some news and notes from around the, um, the state, uh, a few different things, um, including, uh, a story written by somebody on this show. And it's not Tepper. 
And it's not me. It's yeah. the poster behind me. Yeah. Not Everyone really likes that poster, so they probably like that more other than me writing it. We can it. give it a nice. <laughs> oh, here we go. Oh, we're going mobile. Look at that. Let's see if I can. Oh, I got to frame it up. There you go. A real beauty. That is Santa Elena Canyon. Taken on an um, iPhone, correct? I took that on my iPhone while, we were, while we were canoeing. Um, and uh, yeah, so I've got that. Over here is the um, oh, shoot little basketball shot. man. <laughs> little basketball shoot man. I've got shoot, things baby. down here that I need to hang up. Mm -hmm. We're getting a full tour of the office. We've gotten to the point of full tour all. I've got to get that one up, up on the wall. Uh, a few different things. Um, we'll turn it around. So we've got a blank wall. This is where that's going to go. Okay. Uh, but then there's the door to my office and a hanger. Uh, and then there's a television. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah. And there's oh, a bookshelf. Flex. And there's the flex. And that, actually, no, no, no. I, I do want to flex on one thing. Mm -hmm. This right here. Oh, hold mm -hmm. on. I've gone too far. That right there. That is uh, a hat that is that belonged to uh, the late, great Roger, Roger Emmerich. How cool yes. is that? The great Raj Mahal. Uh, that there was a uh, long story short, but a buddy of mine, Jared Sandler, who does um, Rangers radio, um, he was doing a, a charity thing for his um, for, uh, for he has a charity that benefits the Special Sandlot Olympics. Stuff. And yeah, uh, yeah, the Jared Sandler uh, Sandlot charity and benefits Special Olympics. And uh, they had like a silent auction. They have it. They always have an event that I can never attend because it's in the middle of football season. Football season, yeah. Right. So, um, it, as a way of supporting, it's like, oh, I'll log on to the um, the silent auction. And they had a silent auction online. And one of the things was that Ted Emmerich, um, his his uh, Roger's son, who is a, a noted broadcaster, broadcaster in his own right, yeah um donated a lot of his late father's hats to be auctioned off and i was like oh well and it wasn't even an auction it was like i think they were like it was like 100 bucks it's like 100 bucks a piece and i'm like oh you're coming home with me me yeah that that's really really cool mine. so yeah very that's cool. very very cool anyway there is all of that so we got that and then back half of the show by the way um some news and notes back half of the show we are going to hear from the head coach of the San Antonio Roosevelt Rough Riders, Coach Matt Carroll. An unbelievable season for the Rough Riders. Their first winning season in like nine years, eight years maybe? Yeah. 2012, I think, was their last winning season. Yeah. In any case, uh, great to talk with Coach Carroll uh, and talk about his son, who is a running back at New Mexico. So we'll hear from Coach Carroll coming up here at the back half of the program. But first, some news and notes to get to. Uh, a few things. One, let's start with some uh, breaking coaching news that came down yesterday. Yesterday. Uh, and that is, uh, it was first reported by our friend Carl Padilla at the Padilla Poll that uh, San Antonio Johnson, uh, of course, has been looking for a coach ever since uh, Ron Ritterman, uh left his post there uh, at um, uh, at. at uh, uh, Johnson, geez, he took over to take over at Alamo Heights, uh, including uh, that he, they went 12 and three. They went to the state semifinals in 2013. Um, and all of that stuff is um, has led to a new head coach that was named yesterday, which is San Marcos coach Mark Soto. Uh, Mark Soto has been at uh, San uh, at San Marcos uh, for eight seasons. Um, he's been the head coach of the Rattlers 
Uh, and most notably, they had a 10-win season back in 2017. Um, but San Marcos is now open as Mark Soto has left San Marcos to go take the job at San Antonio Johnson, replacing Ron Ritterman. And again, uh, that was um, that was our friend. Normally, we can just we can just say it's like, oh, by the way, uh, it was it was Step who broke that news. Uh, it was not, in fact. Step got beat. You hear that, Step? Woo. Game on. Um, but no, it was by our, our buddy Carl Padilla over the Padilla poll uh, was the first to report that uh, there in San Antonio. Uh, elsewhere, another name, another uh, hire that came down uh, that Step did break this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's back on back in the saddle. Good job, Step. <laughs> it's, that's, such, that's such an impossible bar to be like, hey, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's there's uh, 1,011 man public or 11 man UIL teams, and we need you to uh, to break every one of their coaching. Every single one. But yeah. he did break this one. That new Diana, new Diana has hired uh, its new coach, and their new coach is a name you may remember at least the last name. Uh, they have hired Clark Harrell. Clark Harrell is the younger brother of Graham Harrell. Uh, and of course, the son of the legendary Sam Harrell. Um, he is a former um, he is a former Abilene Christian quarterback. Uh, he has been an assistant at a variety of different players, but also um, he is uh, he is leaving his brother's staff. His brother Zach Harrell is the coach at Athens. He was their offensive coordinator, and now he's leaving to go be the head coach at New Diana. And so now, if you're if just a Let's just let's get the 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 Harold family like yes. tree at the moment, okay? You've got Sam, who's coaching at Ennis right now, mm-hmm. okay? He's back at Ennis. Um, that's right, right? I'm not crazy. Yeah, no, that's yeah, right. he's back at Ennis. And then Graham. Thank you. Sorry, for some reason, I I I, I want to <laughs> make sure I get that right. There's that. Uh, you have got uh, Graham, who is now the offensive coordinator at USC. You've got Zach, who's the head coach at Athens and now you've got Clark who's the head coach at New Diana uh I would say those are bloodlines yeah and you know Miss Harold whenever they have family get-togethers is not going to get them to talk about anything other than oh football there is nothing that gets oh talked God. about in the Harold household other than football when they when all those guys Harrell, get together be, yeah Thanksgiving has got to be a nightmare <laughs> uh but uh congratulations to Clark Harold the new head coach at New Diana. Uh, elsewhere, this was a, a fun note that came down yesterday, uh, and one of those things that you go, yeah, okay, that, uh, yeah, duh. Checks out. <laughs> um, that uh, Hugh Sandifer, of course, Hugh Sandifer has, um, is no longer uh, the head coach at uh, Abilene Wiley, where he was for um, ever, for 32 years as the head coach at Abilene Wiley. Uh, they they recently promoted, or back in January, they promoted Clay Martin to take over, but he has retired. Um, and they are going to name the stadium after him there in Wyatt. Uh He went 285, 127-4, and uh, led them to a title in 2004, went to three other state championship games. Um, he is a Texas high school football legend. Uh, and when you have a Texas high school football legend who was your coach for a long time and brought you a state championship, you know what you do? You name ahead, the stadium Pickle. after them. Bingo. So uh, it will be, uh, I believe it's going to be Hugh Sandifer Stadium uh, there in Abilene for uh, for Abilene Wiley, a well-deserved honor for a longtime legend in Texas high school football. 
there's that. Uh, okay, a couple things on TexasFootball.com. First and foremost, I want to kick it over to our chief kicking charity correspondent, Ashley Pickle, for a story you wrote for TexasFootball.com. Yeah, uh, for those of you who don't know, Prosper has a kicker that will be going into his senior year. His name is Brad Larson, um, and we've got a story up about him, about he battled and survived childhood cancer himself, and now he is using that platform um, to do good for other kids that are going through childhood cancer. And so he has raised quite a bit of money, and you can find out um, how he plans to do that again this next season. It's very cool. Great story you wrote there um, on TexasFootball.com. Definitely worth your time. Check it out, the Brad Larson um, story there, the, the Prosper kicker. We don't talk a lot about kickers, probably not as much as we should. Prosper's got a history of putting out good kickers, though. Uh, yes, and that's, that's part of the story is actually the reason he got into doing that is because he became friends with Cade York, who is now the starting kicker for LSU, which means that he won a national championship this past year. So they have, yeah, they've got quite the little kicking program going on there and they're doing some good things with it other than just producing good kickers. So give it a read. It's, it was really fun to talk to the Larsons. Very cool. It's a great story up on TexasFootball.com about Prosper kicker Brad Larson uh, making a difference in his community. Finally, we've also got another thing up on TexasFootball.com. Our stadium showdown has reached the Sweet 16. Mm-hmm. The Sweet 16. We are down to the Sweet 16. The matchups, if you're list. interested. And I know you are, because I did the bracket last night. Here's, here's, here's the matchups. We've got Munson Stadium and Denison taking on Gobbler Stadium and Quero. Pretty good. Uh, got, by the way, uh, Quero beat out Allen's Eagle Stadium. Yes. So there's that. Uh, you've also got Indian Stadium and Port Natchez against uh, Wildcat Stadium and Temple. Those are two crazy fan bases. Uh, you've got the Puncher Dome, R. Clinton Shoal Stadium in Mason going up against Lobo Stadium in Longview. All right. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be a battle. Uh, the Tomato Bowl in Jacksonville against Buckaroo Stadium in Breckenridge. Uh, that is another outstanding matchup. Over in Region 3, you've got Wildcat Stadium in Canadian going up against R.R. Jones Stadium in El Paso. Uh, that is going to be a big one because Canadian definitely gets out the vote. Uh, we've got one six-man stadium left standing. Sa- uh, the Pitt Eagle Stadium in Sanderson going up against Waco ISD Stadium uh, in Waco. Uh, finally, you've got Ricebird Stadium in El Campo going up against Redmond Memorial Stadium in Post. Uh, and finally, Alice Memorial Stadium against Gordon Wood Stadium in Brownwood. So voting is open right now on TexasFootball.com for the Sweet 16. I believe the voting goes through Thursday. Yes, I do believe so. And yes, with all the comments of all the things that had to be left off, guys, there's 1,200 stadiums. We had to narrow it down to 64. There are so many good ones that had to be left off. But like, enjoy the bracket. (laughs) Sorry, guys. That's about all we can do for you. (laughs) We can never, you can never make everybody happy. Uh, And so we, we, we selected our 64 uh, we're sorry if your 64 differs from our 64, but, um, but that's how it is. <laughs> yes. 
All right. We are Texas Football. Today we're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com and on Facebook, Talking Football on the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash Insider. I'm going to be recording a video today. Um, oh, yes. Telling people that the magazine is coming out. Because we've been getting a lot of questions about, is the magazine still happening? Is the magazine yep. still happening? The magazine is still happening. We it is on schedule. Right it will still it. come out the uh, the later late part of June. It will still come out then. Uh, and if you want to get your magazine mailed directly to you as soon as it comes off the printer, if you want it mailed to you early before it hits newsstands, become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at texasfootball.com slash insider. It makes a great gift as well. Texasfootball.com slash insider. Earlier today, I had the great pleasure of talking with the head coach at San Antonio Roosevelt, the Rough Riders, a 9-2 and two season, their first winning season since 2012. A remarkable turnaround there uh, for the Rough Riders, and they are poised for even more in 2020. Here's my conversation with San Antonio Roosevelt coach Matt Carroll on Texas Football Today. The Texas high school football season rolls on. Uh, even in these strange circumstances, everybody's getting ready for the 2020 season. That includes the head coach, the San Antonio Roosevelt Rough Riders are joined by Coach uh, Matt Carroll. Coach, how are you? Great. How are you doing? I'm doing excellent. Uh, appreciate a little bit of your time. Uh, one of the reasons I wanted to talk with you is I don't think we've, we, we've made enough about the remarkable turnaround that, that your Rough Riders had uh, last year. A 9-2 and two season, uh, the first winning season uh, for Roosevelt since 2012 and, and did it in, in such style. Um, have you been able to pinpoint maybe what it was that, that, that sparked this big turnaround? Well, it, it's one of those things, you know, Rome wasn't built in a year kind of deal. Right. And, uh, obviously we have a, we feel like we have a really good group of guys and, and, uh, certainly been, uh, working hard over the time. And we've always felt like we were just right there. We just needed to get that little bit to get over the mountaintop kind of deal and, and, and getting guys to believe in the program and, we feel like we had a really good group of, of leaders this year uh, who really bought into our system and really worked to uh, push us over the edge, and, and they believed they could do it. And uh, when things kind of started falling in place and game by game started seeing things happen, obviously that confidence kind of kind of jumped up a little bit. And, um, again, just a, a talented group of guys, uh, a great coaching staff, and uh, guys that just uh, came together and believed in something and, and uh, kind of get to where we want to be at. Uh, you know, it, I go back to, to when you, you first got there to, to Roosevelt and, um, you know, the first two years, it, it was rough, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. three, three and 17 mark over the first two years. Now, how do you, how do you think this program has changed? How have you seen this program change maybe since you arrived? Uh, I think it's just that, that key word. Uh, I, I think it's an actual, it's a program now. Uh, I think, don't think we were in a position where we're chasing wins and just trying to have winning seasons. I mean, it was always bigger than that for us. It was uh, always about how do we establish a program? And, and we know sometimes when you're, when you're establishing a program, you, you got to take some lumps. Uh, you got to set some non-negotiables. You got to hang on to those things. You got to take it through the thick and thin. I mean, there was a swing in there after that. You know, you mentioned the two, three, and seven. We went 0 and 10. And, mm -hmm. uh, and that was a first for me ever. And, and uh, it's, it's humbling. It makes you reflect, makes you look at things makes you wonder if 
do we bend some things? And, and the reality of it is, is you can't. Uh, if you're trying to build a program, you gotta you gotta weather through the, that storm, and and uh, that's really kind of what has kind of happened. And we've kind of been through the tough parts, and and uh, feel like we've got a solid foundation. Uh, we're talking with Matt Carroll, the head coach of the San Antonio Roosevelt Rough Riders here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation hashtag TF Today. So I want to talk a little bit about about 2020. Uh, yeah. and, and, and whenever you talk with a coach about 2020, um, you talk about how things have changed here in, in, in the short term. Yeah. Um, this would be a time when you guys are probably doing spring ball. You're at least doing workouts yeah. together. Um, yeah. How have you uh, tried to stay connected to your guys? How have you tried to, to maintain any sort of uh, sense of normalcy towards still working towards that goal of 2020? Absolutely. And, I think everyone's trying to answer that question because we're all in the same boat. Uh, you know, even reality thinking, you know, you're, we're, we're hoping there's a 2020, you know, we're hoping, uh, you know, of course we're talking about football, but you know, bigger picture, you know, life and what's really happening. We want uh, to get through this situation and, and try to find some type of normalcy again. Uh, but as far as what we're trying to do, the main thing is, is trying to keep consistent. You know, we feel like a big part of that past success was, was because of our family atmosphere, our bond within our team and what we have going on. And obviously times like this with social distancing and obviously not seeing your guys every day, you know, you try to find ways connected. And so we try to, to connect with our guys through the, the THSCA comes up with the Sports U app. And, and so we try to follow the Sports U app, get all our guys on there, allows you to chat. At least just see their faces, you know, we want to see their faces. And, and then a big part of that is, again, it goes back to the program. You got to trust and believe that, that those guys are, they're, they're determined to get work in and find work and, and some things that whatever they have at their fingertips, they can find ways to try to stay in shape because we're all in the same boat. At some point, we're going to get a green light and it's going to be time to come back and uh, it's going to be real. I mean, uh, you know, you just got to trust your guys are still doing something. We have such high hopes for this upcoming year with our football team. And we start off with a great off season in uh, two weeks or a week and a half. We're supposed to be starting our spring ball, you know, but, you know, that's not going to happen, you know. So we have great expectations for this upcoming year. And so a big part is on them that we have to trust that they are bought in enough that they're still continuing to find work to get things done. Uh, looking forward to your 2020 squad. You guys are, are, are bringing back for a team that was, that was so good last year. You guys were pretty young. Uh, you yeah. guys had a lot of guys who are, who are underclassmen who stepped up for you in a big way. One of the guys that really stands out to me is, is your outstanding linebacker, Josiah Carrillo. Um, the district MVP, um, I can, I can look at the numbers and I can see yeah. that he's a good player, right? Yeah, absolutely. But, but as the guy who gets to see him every day in practice, uh, what is it about Josiah that, that sets him apart? Well, he, you know, he was a captain on our football team for obvious reasons. Um, you know, district newcomer, you know, as a sophomore, he was a newcomer of the year, junior, he's the MVP. Uh, he's not the, the, the larger statues of guys that you will see. But if you could measure his heart, it's bigger than any heart you could probably find. He is a, he is a phenomenal football player. He is a, he, he's as solid in the classroom as he is on the field. He leads by example, which is why, you know, he's a captain on our team. Uh, he has a motor that runs. He's an exceptional football player. Uh, there's some, you know, it's hard to compare guys to some of the greats that, that are out there, you know, obviously, because, uh, you, you know, those people are where they are for a reason. But when I think of Josiah Korea, I think of guys – like uh, a dat win. I mean, a guy that's a bit undersized, but the level at which he plays the game is is very impressive. Um, and uh, and he's the same every day. There's not a bad day in practice. He's going to practice just like game day. 
there's no switch. You get the same thing every day. And it's what every coach wants to coach in a kid. Um, you know, on the other side of the ball, on the offensive side, you know, there's some, some, some playmakers that, that you guys are losing. But one of the guys you, you're going to welcome back is Dwayne Coleman, your, your quarterback, yes. who I know uh, was a standout for you guys, both throwing the ball and running the ball. Um, it, it, would it be fair to say that, that you're expecting him maybe even in the senior year to take that next step and, and to really become – uh, a household name in the San Antonio. Yeah, area. absolutely. And, uh, you know, the thing about Dwayne, we started him slow this year. We split times with him and Jalen Smothers, and we know his potential and where he could get to. And we started off at the beginning of the year splitting time with both those guys at quarterback and, you know, just want to give him an opportunity to develop at a slow pace that gets him ready. Uh, we know the leadership ability he has, much less his, his athletic ability that he has. He's a phenomenal player. He's a quarterback. He fits our system really well. Uh, I think you'll see some things out of him. We start to see it towards the latter part of the, the year. He's a smart kid. He's very smart, uh, academically sharp, but he's a smart kid as far as football goes and studying the game, reading the game. Um, several years back, I had my son as our quarterback, and it's being able to go home with the quarterback is great because you can you can go over all these things, kind of hit it. Well, he's like, he doesn't get to come home with you, but he studies the game as such. And so he, he does make things a little bit better for us and, and getting on page with what we thought. It's like having another coach on the field. Uh, but he's a, he's another captain on our team as well. And uh, his leadership is that as well, just like when we talk about Josiah, those guys lead by example. Uh, the kids rally around behind him. Uh, he direct orders. He, you know, he doesn't flinch. I mean, he gets it done. But I think that's going to be a guy, especially in this San Antonio area, who's going a bit underrated right now as a quarterback uh, that is going to step on the scene this next year and, and pull up some really impressive numbers. Uh, I want to ask you a little bit about realignment because on one hand, a lot of – not a ton change for you guys. You yeah. Know, you, guys, you guys stick in, in, in district uh, – uh, you move from district 27 to 28. That you know, uh -huh. doesn't really change a whole lot. Yeah. But – you do add in a pair of, of new squads in, in Brandeis and, and Clark, uh, yeah. you know, Brandeis most notably a, a state quarterfinalist. Absolutely. Um, when you take a look at the way that, that things shook out in realignment, I'm interested kind of in, in your perspective on, on where you guys landed. Well, for sure. It was interesting, you know, realignment there, everybody's already anticipating that's the thing about UIL and realignment. Everybody thinks this is going to happen. That's going to happen. <laughs> but reality, you don't know until it came out. And obviously for us, uh, we had heard some possibility of a couple of Northside schools coming in, didn't know which ones. Those aren't necessarily the ones that touch the border. Clark is, but, you know, we had other ones. But to get there and you see them, you see Clark and Brandeis come in. And, um, you know, it, it, from one side, one point of it is that's what football is about. You know, we felt like any ISD, we felt like this has been a very competitive district. It's fun to coach in such a competitive district. It's fun to compete in a district like that. And then adding two teams like Clark and Brandeis, I think certainly adds to the ex excitement of strengthening our district, a little, our district race a little bit, making it that much tougher. Because where, where it comes out as is in the playoffs, as we, you know, we, we bowed out a lot sooner than we wanted to last year. And we think yeah, that's definitely a driving point for us this year. But having those type of games year, uh, week in and week out, really prepares us on that we want to try to make in the post in the postseason. Uh, and finally, one last question from Matt Carroll, the head coach at San Antonio Roosevelt. Mm -hmm. You mentioned uh, a, a former quarterback of yours uh, uh -huh. in, in, in Bryson Carroll, uh, a guy uh -huh. you, you know a little bit about. Uh, yeah. He is now at New Mexico. Yes. And he 
figures, at least, you know, look, I, I'm, I'm not, I don't have my finger on the pulse of Lobo <laughs> football out there, yeah. but it looks like he's next in line to be the, the number one running back out there. Yeah. It is still weird for me. I watched a couple of New Mexico games this year, and it is still weird for me to see him lined up in the backfield. Yeah. Is it weird <laughs> for you? Because they've moved him from quarterback to running back. Yeah. Is that weird for dad? Yeah. Actually, it, it, it's not. Uh, he, I think, is a natural running back. I think for us, a big part of what we did with him is we played him there because we had to. I think if I had the other quarterback that could have, I could have moved him over to that running back position. Uh, we might have done that, but he's a natural runner. Um, I played running back in, in, in college. I think he's a natural running back. I think you can see that kind of developing with him. Uh, I think he's in the right spot. I think it's a great fit. They got a new staff on hand and uh, got to go and watch a little before the spring got cut off, got to watch a, a week of spring ball. And, and uh, I think he's in the right spot and the right fit for it. And I tell you what's really interesting about this deal, full circle. You know, we talk about pricing, but I've got a, I've got a young one that's going to be a freshman here at Roosevelt as, uh, as well. And so we get to try to do this whole thing all over again and see how that all works out again. So that's I mean, kind of fun. Well, you brought it up. You were running back there at Harden Simmons, uh-huh. right? Yes, sir. Who's the better running back? <laughs> well, I mean, let's, I let's, so let's, far let's, from make, let's make Thanksgiving I, awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I think between Bryson and my youngest one, Brennan, I mean, it's got to be me, right? That's the right answer. <laughs> He's Matt Carroll. He's the head coach of the San Antonio <laughs> Roosevelt Rough Riders. Coach, really appreciate your time. Congratulations again on outstanding Thanks 2019. Uh, and uh, please stay safe and, and best of luck in 2020. Appreciate it. Appreciate you having me. There is Matt Carroll, the head coach of the San Antonio Roosevelt Rough Riders. And the best running back in his family. He said it a lot of clear. He was, you know, he was at Harden Simmons. He was, he was a good running back at Harden Simmons too. Yeah. Um, and so, but you know, Bryson's Bryson's in line to be the guy. They had a senior in front of him, and he was, he was kind of, kind of look at the numbers. It, it seemed like it was about 70, 30, maybe 60, 40 carries. But yeah. it sounds like he's like he's going to be the next in line there uh, for the Lobos. And so, uh, anyway, always good to catch up with Coach Carroll there. Uh, at San Antonio Roosevelt, an outstanding year uh, there, and uh, excited to see what they do in 2020. Because I, I mentioned that um, I'll, uh, they bring back. I was looking at their questionnaire today because it came in. I think they bring back 15 starters, 13 yeah. starters. Like they bring back a That's good amount from last year's team, which uh, should make them pretty dangerous going forward. And so, thanks to Coach Matt Carroll. And now we go to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment. Final thoughts. We got two of them. Um, one of them, Matthew McSpadden asked, what are y'all's stadium bucket list? I think maybe we can – let's let's answer that after the let's stadium challenge. Uh, I don't want to – I don't want to sway votes at all. Though we're not trying to do that. So yeah. we can get to that maybe the day that we announce. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah, or at we'll least pack, one we'll we really want to go That's a whole segment, and I'm not going to kill it in final thoughts. Perfect. Um, the other one, real fast, was from Chris Gebhart. He said, "Hello, Greg and Ashley. How are y'all doing? I'm a nat- I'm a native of Texas by way of Montgomery, Texas, but he's currently living in Michigan. And he said he's just being able to watch the show on Facebook. He found it, and he wanted a taste of home. So it says it helps him not get too homesick from Texas. So thank you. That's awesome. Hey. We got a, a consistent Michigan listener. So a howdy." Michigander. Yes, and we're happy to have you back in Texas in some sort. Yes, yes. That's uh, look. 
That is, we're a dumb public service. Oh, yeah. We are a public service. That is true. You know? So we're, <laughs> we're happy to give people a little bit of taste of home, especially expats who uh, who are, are missing old taste of home. And look, people just want their taste of, uh, of, of football in Texas. And so we, we try to provide it to them. Yeah. That is going to do it for us. Thank you for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at TCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Thanks again to Matt Carroll of San Antonio Roosevelt for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tupper. Vince Young, please can get your player of the year trophy. Let me get the shine off that so you can read it. Ooh, nice. There you go. There it is. Now come get it. See you tomorrow on Texas Football Today. The Texas High School Football.